the fuck have you been? You got me here talking to myself and shit. Wondering if I'm fucking losing my mind or some shit. <laughs> Just kidding, folks. <laughs> Welcome back to Surge himself. I am your host, Surge. And as I continue here, let me just say thank you, a big thank you to all of you listening. I try my best to keep you all entertained, make you laugh a little, raise an eyebrow, or even give you something critical to think about. But no, it means a lot to me that I got some listeners out there. And aside from the ones that have told me they've been listening, other than that, folks, I don't know who else is listening because all I see is numbers. And there's small numbers for now, but I'm hoping to pump those numbers up. And it's only going to happen if I do the work and put my ass to work here and keep doing what I'm doing. And then it's going to come from you all too. So, But again, folks, like I told you, if I'm not entertaining enough, tell me. If I suck, tell me. Or just simply take the podcast off of your feed or whatever and go on with your lives. It's all good to me. I'm going to keep doing what I want to do while I still can. And with that being said got a little bit of an exciting show well i'm excited because i'm gonna talk some sports here definitely gonna talk about the nfl because the playoffs in case y'all missed it now there's only four teams left and out of the four teams that i called to go to the next round only three of them made it so i lied to you a little bit folks i'm sorry but those are my expectations and i had said that and also the question of 2020 so far being a little bit of a baseball fan here. Folks want to know what I think about as far as this whole Astros cheating scandal goes, and we're going to get into that too as well. Plus, I'm going to go on a rant. So those of you that like hearing my rants, get prepared because I got a rant for you towards the end of this podcast. So sit there tight or whatever you're doing. Give me a few moments, folks, and I'll be back to get this sports talk and the rest of this show, this rest of this show going. I apologize for that. But yes, folks, hang in there tight, and we'll be right back. All right, so let's just jump right into it, folks. If you didn't get to watch the Minnesota Vikings take on the San Francisco 49ers at home at Levi Stadium. It really was something to watch, folks. Um, had a little bit of a rough start, but the 49ers were able to get on the board first. Had nine minutes and 30 seconds left in the quarter, and that was just a three-yard pass from Jimmy Garoppolo to Bourne, putting them on the board first, giving them the edge. But the Vikings answered right back just a few minutes later with a 41-yard pass from Cousins to Diggs, putting them on the board, making it a tight game. However, folks, 49ers are not going to go down that easy. These 49ers have come such a long way, and they were able to put some more points on the board, taking them uh, to the next. Uh, well, actually, late in the second quarter, Dan Billy was put out there for the Vikings to put a 39-yard field goal through the uprights and made it a 10-14 game. However, things changed. Looks like the 49ers' defensive staff got together put everything all in one basket and came out together because they were able to keep the Vikings to only 10 points. And, folks, it was a show to watch. I'm actually looking forward to the 49ers next week as they're taking on the Packers. In case you didn't know, we'll get into that. Then on for the evening game, we all saw that one as well. I thought it was a good game as well because the outcome wasn't what we all expected now, was it? Well, not all of us, but I know some of us were on the Baltimore Ravens bandwagon because they've been a pretty solid team up until they crashed into a huge wall, dubbed the Tennessee Titans. They sure came out fighting like Titans because I'll tell you what, that Titan defense, they got on Lamar Jackson's head and he had a few mistakes there and a fumble that he couldn't recover late in the game. And when you make mistakes that late in the game and you're down, guess what? It ain't ever going to be a pretty... A pretty ending to that story. But the Tennessee Titans, folks, what do you think about that? i tell you what, I'm in shock myself too because I was kind of, not counting them out in a bad way, but I just thought they weren't going to make it. I thought they were going to lose because some of us have heard about this uh, Patriots hangover where when teams, it's when teams play the Patriots and they beat them and they're not able to win two in a row. 
Well, folks, they did it. They beat the Patriots. They beat the Ravens. And those two teams are the best teams in the league, or at least they were. But one of those teams is one of the greatest teams that we've seen play, at least in my lifetime. So you got to really hand it to those Titans. Got to give them a lot of credit. You know, I think next week I'm on the fence with that game because um, we'll see what they do against the Chiefs, folks. You know, those Chiefs, they came out a little rough with the Texans, but were able to come up on top. Speaking of which, let's get into that game as well. Look, folks, if you didn't get to see it, it was actually a pretty good showdown. Some of us at first were just, oh, man, there we go. Boring game. 21 zip in the first quarter. But guess what, folks? No, no, no. We cannot count the Kansas City Chiefs out just yet because they brought the fight. Mahomes pulled his head out of his ass, and I'm pretty sure Andy Reid also pulled his head out of his ass as well and got the staff going because even though the Texans were on the board playing phenomenally well, in the second half the Chiefs came out and that Chiefs defense came through because they held the Texans to only 24 points that they had at the half. They weren't able to score no more, folks. And Patrick Mahomes had his passes. Him and Kelsey were on fire. He had three touchdown passes to him, and they were pretty much consistent. You know, one was at eight minutes left in the second quarter, and then six minutes left in the second quarter, and then 44 seconds left in the second quarter. So they put in some good work right before the half. But that defense came out. And that defense just kicked ass, folks. So that's something good to look forward to next week as well as they take on the Titans. And let me tell you, folks, there's a lot of expectations coming from the Titans because, as I said right now, they've already beat two of the best teams. So don't be surprised if they end up knocking these Chiefs off, which I'm kind of rooting for. So let's uh, get into the last game, which uh, was against, excuse me there, getting a little crazy with my sports talk here. But anyway... The final game of the night on Sunday was the Seattle Seahawks taking on Green Bay Packers over at Lambeau Field. And folks, if you know football, you know that seeing these two teams go at it is really exciting. I think so. I love seeing the Packers play because Aaron Rodgers is one of those players who just has the most love for the game, like other players I've mentioned that love the game. And the Seattle Seahawks have a pretty solid quarterback too, as much as we all hate to admit it. Russell Wilson can get out some pretty hairy situations. And in this game, well, unfortunately, they weren't able to come up on top. However, it was a great performance from both teams, to say the least. You know, there was yards up on the board from both sides, especially when you got Aaron Jones back there. Had a little bit of a quiet game, only had 62 yards. However, it was the touchdowns that counted. He was good for two touchdowns, and he was still repping 915. Good old El Paso, Texas. Makes me proud to see that, man doing what he's doing. You can't hate on it. You just can't. But anywho, Russell Wilson and Marshawn Lynch were a little quiet. Marshawn Lynch only having 26 yards. However, he did have two touchdowns, but it still wasn't enough to pull the Seahawks over to the next round. So yeah, folks, they're pretty excited games. I didn't want to speed through it too much, but there's a lot I want to cover today and keep y'all entertained. But that's just a really quick I guess a real quick catch-up for you all that didn't get a chance. You know, um, and we're looking forward to some good games next week. I really am. Being a general football fan that I am, it's always good to watch football. Why not? It's a good sport. Not shaming other sports, but that's my favorite sport. And I like to watch it. I'm not one of those washed-up players that played back in the day. I mean, granted, I might talk about some of the glory days. Who doesn't? But I'm not a washed-up dude that goes and tries to play still and Says he's going to make it at 30 years old. Not saying it's not possible, but no, folks, don't worry. I ain't trying to join no professional league. Kind of glad I never did because I'd probably be an injured piece of shit right now. Because those guys go through some rough through some rough uh, injuries, and it's just one of the fear factors I have. You know, getting hurt doing something you love, but is it really worth it? I don't know. All right, so let's get into this next subject, folks. I know a lot of you know that I'm a, a big Astro fan, and I am. I do rep Houston. I'm still repping it. They're still my team. But there's been a lot of controversy, and there's more facts out there, and, and you know, people are talking. They want to know, 
Hey, Serge, what's your take on it? Are you still a fan of the team? What do you think is right? What do you think is wrong? So let's just get into it real, real quick here. Look, folks, what the Astros did, it was wrong because they got greedy. They really did. And that's the only thing I'm, I'm willing to accept because as shameful as it looks and as this might sound, folks, if you really don't know the game of baseball, the whole sign-stealing deal, it's been around since probably as long as the sport's been alive. You ask any real baseball player, they'll tell you. You know, when you're in the dugout or when you're on base running or whatever it may be, you, you've, you've got enough time to pretty much see what the heck they're doing. You know, and it's not the only person that's really responsible for protecting those signs and those and those calls they make to each other, those signals, is the team giving those out. Sign stealing's normal in baseball. It is. It's an unwritten rule, but it's acceptable. But you got to do it the old school way. You know, I think it was in the early 60s, there was a rule implemented by the commissioner of baseball at that time. And he made it a rule that you can't use any mechanical devices to steal signs. Then later on, a few years later, folks, then another rule was put in place where you can't use any type of electronic device because teams are getting caught using electronic devices to steal signs. And one of those teams are one of the greatest teams out there is, is the Yankees and the Red Sox. They got caught doing it. I think the Mets got a warning, too, at some point in history. I don't know. I haven't looked it up, and I really should, just, just so I don't get my facts a little messed up here and misconstrued. But, yes, folks, a sign stealing, ask any true baseball player, and they'll tell you. It's normal. You're always trying to see what the guys – I mean, you're not supposed to. You, know, you can't be looking down at the catcher when when you're trying to bat off the pitcher and see what, what they're calling. You know, it's wrong. However – Someone on second base, a runner on second, a runner on third, on first. I mean, come on, folks. It's a nine-inning game, sometimes more. You're going to tell me that every single baseball player that's played in their whole life has just sat there watching just the game happen? No. They're seeing the calls that are happening, folks. It's happening right in front of them. You know, I'm not ashamed to be a Houston Astro fan anymore. I'm not. You know, it is what it is. Some of the greatest teams in history have been caught cheating too, as much as people don't want to hear those facts. It is what it is. And I've talked to a few of my family members and a few friends, and we're all saying the same thing. Look, it is what it is. The, che the, the Cheetos. <laughs> I was about to call them the Cheetos. <laughs> but anyways, the Houston Astros. That should be a new mascot, huh? The Houston Astros. I'm, I'm still a diehard fan. And I'm confident that they will be in the Fall Classic this season i mean why not the talent's there and there's a lot to be proven here and i know a lot of folks are going to be watching the astros under a microscope this year so that's my take on it folks and again i'm not the, the baseball guru or the football guru i just know enough to get me through a typical conversation with anybody who's out there talking and you know wants to catch up or whatever you know i like to hang out at Bourbon and Brew once in a while, and I run into an old face that I know from high school, or, or even some buddies that I know from high school there and, and whatnot. Some of the regulars you've befriended. You know, we can talk nonsense all day, but usually it's sports. It's always sports. Something about men and sports. That we just And yes, there's women out there that can talk sports, but I think usually it's a man thing. Usually us men... No matter where we are, somehow, just we start talking about sports or cars, you know, amongst other things that are obvious. But we won't get into that right now. But I think for the most part, talking sports is just something that's that's normal. That's that's how we pass the time as men, and, and we enjoy it. You know, it brings us together, and not just men, but women too, all alike. But that's my take, folks. I did get a little butthurt, but hey, like I say, if you ain't got the balls to talk shit... And don't do it. But yeah, there's folks talking shit. And you know what? I laugh because it's funny. Some people say some stupid shit and it's funny. It's just, it's just funny to me. I laugh. You make me laugh, I like you. Yeah, I don't care who you are. If you if you know how to make somebody laugh, you're, you're automatically a, a buddy. You're not just an acquaintance. Now you're a friend. 
Because if you can't laugh in life, then I don't know what to tell you. I used to take a lot of things personal, but you learn that there's a balance. And like I keep saying, folks, life's a bitch and you just got to laugh at it sometimes. I'm pretty sure sometimes you folks get caught in some situation and you're so stressed the fuck out and you make your own life impossible. And then when it happens and it's over with, sometimes you look back and you laugh like, wow, what was I thinking? This is my mind. But anywho, folks, speaking of uh, losing my mind, I think some folks out there are losing their minds. And that's going to bring me to a, a few things that I want to point out about what's going on right now, what this city is currently going through, especially being a border city. Going to get a little personal here. So the rant I want to get on, it's simple, folks. Okay. I'm, I'm born here in the United States. I was born here in El Paso, Texas, back in 1989. And I've been here my whole life. I've never lived anywhere out of here ever i've been here all my 30 years of life i've only left to travel you know vacation and visit family out of town and i lived well technically i did i stayed in houston for about a month with one of my aunts and uncles that are out there and my cousin brooke and i enjoyed it it was good to be away but home is home you know but there's a little there's actually it's not even a little bit a lot there's a lot of issues that i personally have that make living here just a little bit difficult sometimes not always because overall i do love living here it's a wonderful place to live the people here are always doesn't matter where you're from for the most part racism here isn't really a bad isn't really a huge problem i mean you do see it once in a while but it's not we all love each other here don't matter what color you are or where you're from, El Paso is a place where you know, it's a melting pot of culture and it's beautiful. However, there's folks, and I had to take a little breath here because, whew, might get heated a little bit. But look, folks, I'm proud of, of my blood. I'm Mexican by blood, but I was born here in the United States. But there's just some things, there's just boundaries you don't cross. And I've noticed lately that it's usually the ones that were born in Mexico and then came in here legally, and some of them illegally. Why lie? However, these folks, they cross a boundary. A boundary that you just shouldn't cross because this is the United States of America. You live the way your ass wants to, regardless of, of what it is. Of course, within... Within the laws, of course, you can't just go around breaking laws and and trying to break people's ball, you know, buzz people's balls and shit for dumb, dumb shit. And you know, to a certain extent, you can live however you fucking wish to live. But what I hate the most is how we have other fellow blood Mexicans, just like me, who their blood's Mexican, but they were born on the Mexican side. And they get offended for everything. You go up to somebody and you say, buenos dias. That's what they expect you to say here. And, and, and you don't. If you go up to somebody here, assuming they, they know English, and you say, good morning. I've had this happen to me, folks. I was in the west side. Over there by Argonaut, there used to be a 7-Eleven there. I don't know if it's still there. There's a 7-Eleven right there near Montesillo. It's in between Argonaut. I think it's Castellano. And this is in the west side, okay? So I noticed a lady got off the bus and she crossed the street. And I was in the store getting some things because I used to work literally not even a block from there. We had a job site there. And I see her walking in. You know, she had her, it was a Sunday. And I know she had her veil on or whatever. Traditional, like the real Mexicanas, the real señoras that, you know, do their church thing on Sundays do. And I see her, you know, walking up with her little cart. She's pulling. And I decided to hold the door for her. You know, being the gentleman and being the type of man and with the manners that I was raised to have. My grandma always taught me, hold the door for them. And not just them, but hold the door for people. Always hold the door. Look behind you. You know, ladies first. All that good stuff. But anywho. So she's walking up. And I'm thinking to myself, I'm going to help this lady because, you know, it's Sunday and everyone's having a jolly day. 
And I thought about it as I was saying it, but the words that came out were good morning. And she literally looked up at me and said, Se dice buenos días. Folks, I didn't lose it in that moment. But that's just an example to show you that I don't discriminate. I don't care how old you are. I hate to tell you this. But this is the United States of America. I don't care if the proper name of this city is El Paso, Texas. I don't care. This is the United States of America. And if I want to say good morning to you and it offends you, I'm not the problem. You are. And people say, well, it's because people take it and it's disrespectful because you're supposed to know Spanish and you're supposed to speak Spanish because it's a bordered city. No, folks, I don't care if English is the most unofficial language. It's the majority we speak here in this city. And I know we do. So when you get those people that come at you like that, it makes you question, well, how hypocritical, you know, how hypocritical can you be? Because when we cross the border and we go over to Juarez or wherever it may be, but I'm using Juarez for an example, and I start speaking English to somebody, they're going to look at me like I'm fucking stupid. They're not going to speak English and be like, ¿Qué? ¿Cómo? Disculpa? No, no English. You're in Mexico. That's in Mexico. You know, it's like, look, look, folks, no. That's why we don't play that shit here. You know, I do know Spanish, even though it's the most improper Spanish we all speak here, but I know it. However, my dominant language, because I was born and raised here, and I was educated here in American schools, folks, I hate to tell you, and even though some people might cringe when they hear this, I, you, we forgot to speak of, you know, Spanish to a certain extent. I'm very fluent in Spanish, trust me, but once in a while I come across a word that I can't really say. Or someone tells me something proper because they use proper Spanish. Yeah, I'm like, wait, what the fuck? It even happens with my with my mother to this day. She'll say something proper in Spanish, and I'm like, what? And then she won't go on a trip because she knows her kids were born and raised here in America because she had us here. And she raised us. And she went to the American school because she was also raised here. She wasn't born here, but she was raised here. Went to American schools, learned English. Never were we forced to be Mexican. And that's what's going on here. That's the point I want to get to, folks. And I hate it. It drives me up the wall because what gives you the right to tell me how to live just because of my last names? People get offended because I introduced myself as Serge. Pues que no es Sergio, pues es Sergio. No, I don't have to. My name is Serge. You want to call me Sergio? Cool. That's my name. You get me? But folks want to force this culture down our throats, and they shouldn't. They can't. To a certain point, it's illegal. Because we live here in the United States of America. We live free. People get so offended. And sometimes it's funny. And you know why it's funny sometimes? Because there have been times where, you know, ladies and gentlemen that have worked for us get offended after they ask you what you had for lunch. I remember about two or three years ago, and these are good workers. I'm not talking bad, but that's a little thing that got to me about them. And I really don't remember his name, but this this man did good work. He's a carpenter. And he asked me. He, he wasn't that old either. He was probably like mid-30s. I was probably 28, 29. So yeah, that's about two years ago. Anywho, he asked me, Oye, me Sergio, ¿Ya comió? And I told him, yes. You know, yeah, I already ate. You know, thank you. And he asked me in Spanish, well, what'd you eat? ¿Qué comiste? I went to him, I went to Wing Daddy's, and you know, I got myself, it was a Thursday, I got the the, the ribs, you know, because they're, they're on special. You get, like, three little baby bag ribs for, I think it's, like, three bucks. But anywho. So I had that, and I told him. I had that, and then some french fries, and... And he does the same thing that old lady did. The lip smack. I said, ¿Qué, qué pasó? And I'm like, what? What's the problem? He's like, yo mejor me come unos tacos. Yo prefiero tacos. And when he said that, 
I took it as an offense, like saying, oh, well, you ain't good enough. And he even said it. No, but para otro unos tacos, usted tiene que comerse unos tacos. Look, I love tacos. Don't get me, don't get me wrong, I do. But they're overrated. I mean, I'm going to go have some whenever I want some because they're fucking delicious. You know, tacos al pastor, some tacos de alambre, tacos de barbacoa, tacos de tripitas, medianas, no muy duraritas, you know, a little soft, a little a little crunchy. You don't want it too soft now. My mouth is watering. But see, I love tacos. I do. But just because my name is Sergio Flores doesn't fucking mean that I got to go eat tacos every fucking day and eat frijoles. And, and No, 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 no. No, folks. This is America. And for all you folks out there that are so prideful, look, be prideful. Be proud of who you are. I'm proud of where I came from, too. Trust me. I didn't forget where I came from. My grandparents would always talk about their glory days of living out there and how beautiful it was. Trust me, I know. Folks, I am full of love and respect and, and manners. But there's just some boundaries you don't cross, folks. You know, I take it, I, even with my music, I can't be heard listening to country or to hip-hop because some guy is like, no, tienes que ir corridos porque eres mexicano, wey. Mexicano hasta el chile, pinche no para en la cara. Yeah, sometimes I wish I could take it off and smack you motherfuckers with it. Because I don't have to fucking live the Mexican way, I don't. There's a reason why my grandparents brought my mom and her family over here to escape that. Some folks think that it was all hunky-dory back then, and but no, it wasn't. It was tough, even over there, for many reasons. My grandma and grandpa said, fuck it. The secret kids of Juarez live there for a couple years, get our papers together, and bring our kids over here legally so they won't have to fucking have the problem that we're having and so they can live free and do what they please. But they did teach us tradition. I'll tell you that. It was always about family. And it was always about respect, folks. Familia, respeto, morales. Trust me, all that good stuff. But, folks, that's just a line you don't cross. You don't. People want to say I'm biased against my own people. I'm not. But even my people, our people, raza, blood, you all know. That there's individuals out there that do this all the goddamn time. That just want to force feed you and make you live a certain way. Well, no, folks, you can't. You're wrong. You know, I'm going to respect this sometimes. I'm going to go with it. You invite me to a Cinco de Mayo dance or whatever the hell. Yeah, I'm going to go. I'm going to have a good time. I'm going to drink some Mexican beer. I love Mexican beer. I love Mexican, you know, I love tequila. I prefer whiskey more than tequila. And even people see that as a problem. So that's why people like me live the way we do. You're not going to trash talk our nation, folks. I'm sorry. And this is our nation. It's your nation, too. I don't care if you're Mexican, Ecuadorian, Chinese, Indian, um, Native American, especially them. You know, it doesn't matter, folks. We're all here temporary. This is our home. We only have one home. And with all this bullshit, trying to separate each other, trying to force culture on people, it needs to end, folks. Listen to me. If not, we're going to continue down the shithole we're in right now. That's why I am the way I am, folks. That's why you hear me backlash against my own people sometimes. Because you folks think that we forgot where we came from. But no. For those of you that I'm talking about and you know who you are, you know, that's what it feels like. You know, it feels like shit when people try to force feed you shit and then you don't want to do it. Folks, we didn't forget where we came from. I think you all are the ones that forgot where you came from and forgot where you are. So the next time you tell me, Pinchino, by the way, I'm going to tell you, I wish I could take this shit off and bitch slap you with it. Because you just don't do that, folks. That's just a boundary you don't cross. I'm sorry. I don't care who you are. I respect each and every one of you. Some of us, we, we co-work with each other. You know, we coexist in bars and clubs and social gatherings at churches and at festivals and carnivals and, and football games, basketball, whatever. Folks, look around you. If we all had that same mentality that y'all folks want to have and you want to force culture on everybody, 
then you have the wrong idea about what the United States is. And I think, not being as offensive as it may sound, but if you want to live that way without the repercussions of having us, that are proud to be American-born Mexicans, then you need to go back to where you came from. Because over there, I guarantee you, no one's going to tell you anything. Did I cringe saying that? No, I didn't. Because that is what some of us mean by then. Go back. We're not telling you to go back because you're racist. We're not telling you to go back because we hate you. No. We're just telling you to go back because you're force-feeding this culture on us. And we don't want to. We don't have to. We don't need to. Does it make us less of a Mexican? No, it doesn't. It doesn't. Because if you look around, and I'm talking about people from people who work their asses off in the street, you know, from street sweepers and all that, all the way to corporation leaders that lead multi-billion dollar companies that are Hispanic. They never forgot where they came from. They still know where they came from. That's the work ethic that we all have. It's in our blood. So, folks, think about it next time you want to say stuff like that. Because we're not all we're not all whitewashed as some of you think we are. We're not. I know you folks see me repping the United States. You know, I got my salute to service gear. I love it. And maybe I didn't serve in the military, but I'll tell you what. I have family members and close friends that have. And they've done things that I can't. Either because I got lazy or I pussied out. You know, why lie? There's people out there that were made for this. So when I rep my United States of America flag, I do it because people fought for us to live the way we live right now. So that we don't have to worry about people telling us, hey, your last name Flores, you have to fucking drink tequila and and listen to corridos the rest of your life. No. That's a beautiful thing about the United States of America. Is we can live how we please within, you know, the legal statutes that we're that were set in place. So think about it, folks. Don't be a dick. You know, I could be a dick. I could be a dick sometimes, but at least I'm real about it. And now you all know the way I feel about it. Because often you hear about you know, little debates you have with your family members and your friends. Because it's happened, folks. It's happened. And you can ask my family members, the ones that know. You know, sometimes we do get into our little cultural differences and, and we talk about it. But we talk about it. We get over it. But guess what? We're still family. I'm still going to call my aunt or my uncle. You know, are we going to have a cookout or not? Or are we going to hang out? Whatever. Because we're family, and that's that's the way it should be. And I think we all just need to be a little more open-minded and a little more understanding. Because we've all heard it in one of those movies where he basically says, and it's the dad of a famous Tejana star that passed away. And I can't really go into it because I don't want to get sued for copyright infringement. But her dad said, it's hard to be who we are because... Yeah, we got to prove to each side our, our pride. And no, I'm tired of that, folks. We live in the United States of America for a reason, and we need to embrace it. Because unfortunately, with all the crap that's going on, it might even be illegal someday. So be you while you still can, and stop being a dick. <laughs> oh, wow, that was tough, folks. But you know what? Y'all have to know. You know, I want my listeners and... Y'all need to know. Y'all need to know because I know I often post some shit that you might think I'm pro or against. And no, I'm just... A lot of the times I, I spread some memes and some posts and stuff because it's fucking hilarious. It's fucking funny. And there is nothing wrong with funny. We need funny in our lives. Otherwise, it would really be a lot more dull than it can already be sometimes. Yes, I know life is what you make of it. However, there's just some things that are out of our control that we really don't have control over all right folks so give me a few moments here as i gather some things and i'm going to come back to you all and wrap this thing up so hang tight really quick folks i bet some of you are wondering how is Serge getting his podcast out well i'm here to tell you that i'm using anchor it's the easiest way to make a podcast and everything you need is 100% free. It's available on the Apple App Store, and it's also available on Google Play. 
An anchor is an all-in-one platform where you can create, distribute, and monetize your podcast for any device for free. So yes, folks, give it a shot. Why not? The only way you're going to find out is trial and error. And a lot of things in this world, if you think about it, were trial and error. They wouldn't be what they were if they never tried. So give it a shot, folks. All right, folks. Now that I got that off my chest, let's move forth. Got a little bit of a traffic rant to go on to end this segment. Because you know what, folks? It's bad out there. I mean, I, I just don't get how some of you failed. And not you all they are listening, but some of those drivers out there. And if you're one of them, just take this as a constructive criticism, okay? But look, folks. Oh, where can I start? Where should I start? Look, here's the problem. And I'm going to be real honest with you. You go back 12 years, I was probably one of these shitty drivers. But that's because I was younger and I hadn't experienced all the shit that I've experienced within these last couple of years. But folks, I just don't get how some of you sleep at night. There's so many self-entitled assholes out there. And they want to make their problem your problem. And what I'm going at is... Traffic, you're fucking, it can just, for starters, I don't know where in the law book it says that when there's an accident on the interstate going west, east has to slow down. Especially when the accident's on the whole other shoulder, on the other side of the freeway. Folks, I don't care who you are. I don't care if you're some basic ass social media chick or maybe you think you're some kind of local fucking Snapchat sensation and you want to fucking post what the fuck happened on the whole other side of the freeway. No. You fuck move it, you fucking sheep. It's so annoying when you be okay, you being the person you are, and some of us work multiple jobs, but we we work to get to get paid and make a living and, and to provide and it sucks when you go and you act responsible and you take care of your shit, but you're late to work because some fucking asshole decided, hey, I want to see what's going on. You know how frustrating that shit is, folks? The law only states you have to slow down to 15 miles an hour below this posted speed limit. And you have to render aid and all that good stuff. But folks, it does not say that the whole other direction of travel has to slow down to be a bunch of fucking pepos and for those of you and for those of you that don't know what pepos is well a pepo is just a fucking nosy motherfucker a rubbernecker why the fuck are we slowing down on i-10 east when the accident's on i-10 west on the whole other side of the whole shoulder the whole other side of the fucking of the road the accident happened on the right shoulder it's one thing if it's on the left and some debris or whatever spilt over to the other side. But no, you get these dumbasses that for some fucking reason have to fucking take it upon themselves to bust their cameras out. And guess what? This week, there was a bad accident that happened right here on I-10 West. And it actually happened closer to the shoulder that was on the right side. And we all saw it. It was bad. You know, my heart goes out to that person and their family and their friends because, unfortunately, somebody was lost in that. However, it brings me back to the point where y'all think you're cool and sly because you want to know and then you got to see because you know, I don't know what it is. But then people crash going eastbound. And that's exactly what happened. Because somebody was being a big fucking pepple, a nosy ass rubbernecking and shit another accident happened folks you're costing people time and money and not just us citizens that go to work and you know whatever it is but you're but you're talking law enforcement too you're keeping law enforcement away from more important things that they got to deal with all because your dumbass wanted to get your likes on social media for no reason you know, folks, so don't, again, I'm not the most perfect driver, folks. I make mistakes, too. I drive like shit sometimes unintentionally. You know, I get honked at because I'm not paying attention for whatever reason. It's either I saw a nice car or 
I saw a special at a restaurant and thought, hmm. And then beep, oh shit. Because I was thinking about the special on the wings and all that, that I got honked at. So folks, I'm not a perfect driver. But I'll tell you what, when I see somebody putting their signal in front of me, I let them in. You know, I take my foot off the gas, tap the brake a little, you know, flash my lights at them if they don't go in. Because I'm being courteous, folks, because I don't know what that person's going through. Maybe they're just having a bad day. You know, they missed their exit. Or they're late for work. Granted, I know it's our responsibilities to make time and get to work. But sometimes, like I say, for obvious reasons, we don't get to work on time because you get these assholes that just want to be fucking social media stars and they got to post every detail thinking they're better than the rest of us because they saw and they know what happened. No, folks. I'm sorry. You're just as worthless as I am. You know, this whole, according to the universe, we're all worthless. And we're all going to fucking dissipate and disappear one day. But anywho, yes, folks, be courteous. And oftentimes you get that asshole that doesn't put their signal on. And then they get fucking mad at you. Like, hey, dick, how am I supposed to know you want to get in the fucking lane? All I see is you're fucking slowing down. But there's no signal. And yes, I fucking see you trying to get in the lane, but that's not the way it works. It's an actual law, folks. You got to use those fucking signals. Jeez. Getting me heated here and shit. But the reason I get heated is because I've seen people... I've actually honestly seen somebody pass away because somebody made a poor decision. You'd be surprised, folks. A little four-way... Uh, fender bender sometimes don't end so pretty. I've seen someone not do a proper stop at a four-way and not pay attention, and they clipped the car, and that little car flipped on its side, and for whatever reason, the person inside passed away. I don't know what the injuries were, but we all got off. We all helped. The good thing was an officer was there, and, and yes, the driver that hit them was there, obviously, because the car flipped over. However... When I drove away and I read in the newspaper, it said that the driver had died. And you're thinking, oh, you know, the car just flipped over on its side. It wasn't even that bad. No, folks. That person passed away because somebody didn't stop right. And it's horrible. It's horrible because you realize my shitty driving, at some point, some people don't. But I think when you're like me, you you think about it and you say, hey, my shitty driving can contribute to this. You change somebody's life. Because somebody dies, you change their family's lives and their friends because now that person isn't there because you wanted to be a douchebag and you didn't want to fucking respect the laws and and that's the reason why they're there. A lot of the times, I guess, some of us think that we're untouchable and that we're invincible. And folks, we're not. We're not. Like I say, I wasn't the most perfect driver either. It just took me a few years to learn. You know, there's there's a respect for the laws because you don't want to be responsible. You don't want to be you don't want your hands to be covered in blood. Put it that way. You don't want blood on your hands. So just respect the law, folks. Because it, when you don't, especially here in this city, where we get a lot of traffic. They say we're about a little less than 800,000 people here. But I know at one point, when we're all on the freeways and all that, I know there's I know there's more than a million people just going through here at once. And when you guys act all self-entitled and narcissistic and you want us to play these mind games where we're supposed to read your mind on what you want to do drive-wise, folks, it doesn't work that way. And you're going to shut down the city for what? Just because just of your pride? No, you got to let it go. You got to swallow your pride. You know, we've all heard that saying before. But no, folks, this shit's getting out of hand. And sometimes it's funny. I'm not going to lie. Especially when nobody gets hurt. I I really do love when you're on the freeway. And I pop in and out of the fucking left lane. The way you're supposed to. You know, you're supposed to go in the left lane, pass wherever you're passing, and get back in the right lane. Or the center lane. But it's it's funny when you get that ballsy motherfucker who's holding up traffic and on purpose. And they're even making signs at you like saying, no, go around and blah, blah, blah. 
And you're okay, fine. But then guess what? Everybody's moving out of the way because there's a cop behind us. And then the cop gets on them. And they try to do it to the cop. And then the cop pulls them over. That shit's funny. Another thing that's funny too is, it was actually a few weeks ago. There was this asshole in a green Civic. It was like a forest green. It was a custom paint. I mean, it looked it looked pretty good. However, he's being a douchebag. And he wasn't letting anybody... What he would do is, if you were behind him in the left lane, he would coast it. You know, and these cars are standard, so once you take your foot off the gas, it'll slow down. So he's doing this to people. Okay? And then when somebody tries to pass him finally, he decides to speed off. And what he didn't see was, going over the overpass over there on... It was McCray? Yeah, it was McCray. It was McCray. He was passing over McCray. And there was a cop there. And guess what? The cop went after him. And all of us passed him. We were all honking our horns. Talking all of this shit. And it was hilarious. I, could, I just, I loved it. Seeing people go down like that. That's hilarious. You get that ballsy motherfucker. And then, bam. They get pulled over. And then karma just doesn't, doesn't, gives him a doozy. And then the ones that make these smart-ass remarks because they're being called out are usually the ones that are the fucking problem. Like, folks, do any of you, you, you might agree with me right now, but have you ever been in the vehicle with somebody? Somebody who bitches about everybody else's driving? And in your head, you're thinking to yourself, uh, dude, you're the one driving like shit. You're getting honked at because you're the idiot. Yeah, well, that's usually the guys and the girls that make those smart-ass remarks. That's usually who they are. Because I've been in the vehicle with some folks that drive like shit, and then they try to blame other people. I've been in the car with an individual who fails to use turn signals. To this date, fail to use turn signals, and every time they don't let them in, they fucking lose it. This is why accidents happen, fucking people are assholes, they see that you want to get in and you don't get in, just one time, only one time I said, well maybe if you put your signal on, shut up, you don't tell me how to drive, you want to walk? I said, well if I wasn't too far from my house, I would. So yes folks, I think it's it's the problem that we've all faced right now, but we have to live with it, we gotta watch out for ourselves because some people just don't give a fuck. And it drives me wild. I really wish they would implement a mandatory yearly test at random. Like do a lottery on people. Just you know, roll that thing. Pick a name out and be like, you are, you've been chosen to come take a mandatory retest. To make sure you know what the fuck you're doing. And it's funny because sometimes I talk to people and... I say, you know, we all say, oh, where'd they get their license? Well, folks, the harsh reality the harsh reality about all that is some of these people don't have a fucking license and they're still fucking driving. And we know this because we see advertisements and we hear advertisements to say insurance, even for people without licenses. So we know there's people out there that either never had a license or lost it and they're out there fucking driving. And I'll admit, when I was going through my shit, I was one of those. But that's all behind me now. You know, I ain't got to deal with that bullshit no more. But yes, folks, that's a harsh reality. So in to some sense, some people just literally do not know how to drive. And how the fuck are they still driving? Well, folks, I don't know what to tell you. They figure it out somehow. But it's every day. It's an everyday struggle. And a lot of people say, let it go. Get over it, and I do, but just sometimes you get that one idiot you deal with on the road, and it's just, ugh. But anywho, before I go here, folks, let's just close it off with some more sports talk, because I am looking forward to these conference championships. It's going to be fucking wild. It is. You got the 49ers taking on the Packers, and then you have the Chiefs taking on the Titans, which everybody now is expecting the Titans to knock off the Chiefs. I'm expecting the Titans to knock off the Chiefs, folks. I am. So I'm going to try and call these games the best I can again. 
Again, folks, do not take my word on this. I don't know what the hell is going to happen. But look, when it comes between the Titans and the Chiefs, I actually do see the Titans knocking off these Chiefs. Do I see them doing easily? No, I think it's going to be a little bit of a struggle. The Chiefs might come up and, and make their changes, but I think they're going to come up short. And if they don't, then oh well, folks, I ain't your professional sports analyst. And in between the Niners and the Packers, folks, I'm on the fence with this one. I'm not going to call it. I can't. I got family members and friends that are 49ers fans, and I'm rooting with them. But then I also have a little bit of a good side for for Green Bay because I like Aaron Rodgers and, and what he's fighting for. And there's a lot of talent on that team, too, with Aaron Jones back there running the ball. So, you know what, folks? Who knows? It's anybody's game still. But after Sunday... We will know who's going to the Super Bowl finally. So let's enjoy it, folks. Quit being bitter because your team is not in it and because the team that you hate is still there. Folks, history is happening no matter what. It's going to happen. It's going to be written. You know, can the Titans knock off the Chiefs? We'll see. And who will prevail from the 49ers and the Packers? I don't know, folks. And also something else to look forward to this weekend, folks, in case you forgot. We got Conor McGregor taking on Donald the Cowboy Cerrone. And I hope I said that right. But I'm also looking forward to the shenanigans. I'm probably going to hang out with the fam bam there and kick the shit for a little bit. Bullshit like we always do. Have our good times and our laughs. But yes, folks, that being said, uh, look forward to, well, I'm looking forward to the next session. And y'all, just want to tell you to be safe. Don't drive like a dick. And remember, be a little bit more open-minded. And treat someone like you would want to be treated. Okay? Be safe. Drive safe. Love one another. Be patient, folks. Patience is a virtue. And once again, folks, thank you for tuning in. I do appreciate it. Keep the feedback coming. I need you all. And let's just keep this thing rolling. All right? Y'all stay safe.